welcome to Storytelling. This week's guest is a business alignment coach. She believes that your experience is your expertise, empowering you to create a business that lights you up based on your passions and lifestyle. Her goal in life is to make people feel seen, heard, included, valued and appreciated. Sharing her story. Please welcome Hannah Noel. Hello, Hannah, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Debbie. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited and honored to be here. Hannah, you're very passionate about helping women align their purpose and passions into a business. How did this come about? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, I actually realized this week that it really came down to the fact that I am kind of sick, honestly, of seeing women be stuck in situations in their life because they don't have money. And I figured what better way to make money than by doing something you love. And I realized that what I do, what I've been doing came from my life experiences, came from just things that I had overcome and that I had worked through. And I realized, wait a second, the way that I figured this out for me, I can teach other women how to do it. I can help other women become financially independent by taking their passions, the things they're naturally good at or naturally love doing, and just, you know, get a little more strategic about it and a little more intentional and start making money. Because I'm a single mom. I know a lot of other single moms. And I know a lot of other women who are in relationships that are either abusive or just toxic, um, because they don't have the money to leave. And most of the single moms that I know, were in similar relationships and they did get the courage to leave, but they've struggled a lot financially since then. And I just really realized that we only have one life, you know, we're not meant to live life in a way where we're struggling and we're just surviving. So, you know, when I realized that I had turned my passions and made made a profit, made money off of doing what I love, I realized, hold on, I, I can figure out how to teach other women to do the same thing. I could talk about it forever, but that's that's a semi-short summary of how I got here. So one obstacle that women face is that confidence to actually go out there and to try something because there's always that concern about failure. There's always that concern about imposter syndrome. Is it really for me? Am I the right person for this challenge? What advice would you give to those individuals who are just a bit shy in terms of going for their dream? Yeah. One of the things that I've learned personally is that the things that I desire to do or to have or the experiences that I want, they're not there just randomly. It's not like I just randomly was like, oh yeah, maybe that kind of sounds cool being able to travel here or provide this for my daughter. And I think being honest with yourself and knowing that there's a valid reason, even if it's a superficial, you want to drive a Tesla, like, you know, if that's the thing that you feel passionate about and feel excited about, then how are you going to make that happen for yourself? And my advice always is just take the first step. The first step is the hardest step. 
And whether that step is tiny, whether it's just one simple thing, like, you know, you want to start a business. And so I'm just going to tell my best friend that I want to do this. If that's it, or maybe you're the kind of person that just needs to jump off the cliff and you need to tell your entire family and you need to go start an LLC, like whatever, whatever it is for you, just what is that first step that you can take? And that's the hardest one. And as soon as you take that first one, they all get much easier. And when it comes to imposter syndrome, that's part of it is just nobody feels ready. I mean, the the truth in this in business, nobody feels ready. It's never the right time. Um, It's never going to be the right time. You just have to take that one step. And if you don't have a lot of self-trust, then a small step is good. And maybe it's even as simple as saying, you know what, I just need to establish a little bit of trust in myself. So I'm just going to wake up five minutes earlier, or I'm going to drink one extra glass of water, or I'm going to go for one walk around the block, like just something little that you can commit to that's going to start establishing that trust. I think that's such good advice, having an, an accountability buddy. Yeah. And also just trying to achieve small goals, but just one bit at a time. The small goals are... Sometimes that's what we need. If we've had a lot of struggles or if we've been hurt a lot or whatever the case may be, sometimes some women just need very small movement and eventually it can get bigger and you'll get better and it'll be easier. But just that first step is the hardest one. No matter how big or small it is, it's the hardest one. And then it just gets easier from there. What advice would you give to someone who might say, I'm not too sure what my passion is? And they're probably confused because... They can't think straight or see straight in terms of the things that they are good at, the things that they know that they enjoy, because there's a lot of noise around them. So they can't think or see clearly. What advice would you give to those individuals who are just a bit stuck for ideas? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There are so many ways to figure this out. A couple questions that I love to ask people is, what do you enjoy doing when you're just in your day to day Or what is something that you're like, man, I really want to go here, or I really want to do this? Like, is there there anything that comes up when you think I really enjoy doing this? And sometimes, especially if you have childhood trauma, sometimes it is hard to connect with your true joy. And so what I had to do is go back to my inner child, go back to when I was younger and say, what things did I enjoy doing as a kid? What kind of games did I play? Or what activities did I do? And the common theme in all of them was that in one way or another, I was a leader. I was the teacher when we played school, or I was the mom when we played house, or I was the doctor, or I was organizing the activities that we were doing. And that brought me a lot of joy. And so I realized that part of my purpose is to lead and guide others. So that's one place to start. Another place is to Start being aware. The question is to ask yourself is what do people ask you for advice to or ask you for advice about or what do they come to you for or what do they say? Can I pick your brain on this? And sometimes it's not obvious right away. When I first did that, it wasn't obvious to me right away. And so you just start paying attention. You just be aware and you just look for those moments of people saying something like that to you, like, hey, I have a question about this. How did you do this? Like just noticing that and you'll notice a common theme at some point. We don't always realize that when we are providing advice to others or helping others solve their problems, that's a skill that we have. 
Yeah, I have a client who she loves baking bread and she's started in the pandemic. I think so many people started making bread in the pandemic and she just was showing it randomly on Instagram, just like, oh, look at this cool thing I did and look at this cool thing I did. And one day we were talking about a business that was totally unrelated to bread and there was a couple people who messaged me and her saying she better be selling her bread or selling her recipes or selling something related to bread. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, people will pay me to learn how I've done this. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, they will, but you have to be excited about it. You have to want to do it. If it's just something you do for yourself, because it brings some peace and you wouldn't want to make a business out of it then don't do it. Don't do something just because someone will pay you for it. Like you still want it to be something you enjoy. But yeah, I mean, those things come so naturally to us and we don't even realize that someone would pay us for them. One of the things that I've noticed is that when someone discovers a business for the first time, there's a change in them that you hadn't seen before. It's positive change that they're suddenly full of confidence. What changes have you seen with some of the women that you have worked with? Oh my gosh, I have loved seeing women when they realize that what is just natural to them and the thing that they love doing when they realize that it's valuable to someone else and that someone else will pay them. It's like this moment where it's like just lights them up. Like you can just see the glow in their eyes. You can just see their eyes light up. You can just feel the epiphany. It's like the mind blown emoji, you know, it's kind of like they get the hard eye emoji and the mind blown emoji where it's just like, oh my gosh, like I can actually make money from this. And my favorite messages to get are like, oh my gosh, I only have been talking about this for two days and someone bought or someone wants to know how to work with me or, you know, someone wants to pay me for this. And I just barely started talking about it. And I'm I always tell them that's when you know that you are in alignment, that you're on purpose, when you're really excited about the fact that someone was reaching out to you so quickly, because what happens is we don't realize that it can happen that fast. Like we think it has to take time. And when we're so lit up about it and actually excited about it, and it's our true passion, then it makes it really easy (laughs) for it to just happen. But you have to really be connected to yourself and your passion. And but yeah, man, that epiphany that they have that growth they just walk a little taller you know they can they just look indestructible unshakable and it's really cool cuz business is business there's ups and downs right it's still really cool to see when something isn't going exactly the way that they hoped it's really cool to see them reflect on what has happened and what they have accomplished and they so easily are just like Oh yeah, yeah, I can I can get through this. Like I I've already proven to myself that I got this and so this is just a a moment and you know, we're going to continue on shortly. So, yeah, it's a really cool transformation. And how have you changed as a person? Yeah, I look at myself the the me from even a year ago, not even that long, honestly, 9 months ago and I really don't even recognize that person. I was hiding in a lot of ways. I was playing small. I wasn't sharing my true opinions and thoughts. And now I just know that my, I know my worth. I know that my work is valued. I don't underprice myself because I feel like my prices are too expensive for people. Like I trust that I know what I'm worth. 
Um, I know what I can do and I trust that my clients see that value and I trust that they either have the money or they will find the money to work with me. And I also have really recently started developing, I've realized a lot of very strong opinions about things. And even today, it's 1050 where I live right now. And and this morning, since eight this morning, I've posted two rather controversial opinions that even three months ago, six months ago, I would not have said because I didn't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. But now I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Like if if someone wants to work with me, they're going to work with me and they're going to appreciate my opinions and my honesty. And if they don't, then they're not the client that I want to work with anyway. I think it's when you find yourself in that way, you allow yourself to be authentic mm-hmm. and to be your true self. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really easy to hide behind Uh, what people think you should be or what you think other people want or what you think other people expect. It's really easy to fall into that, uh, to fall into the comparison trap because there's a million people that are doing what you do. So it's really easy to sugarcoat yourself um, or just try to be someone you're not just to please the masses. And I don't think that's the best way to go about things. I think you have to be authentic and true to yourself. So we've talked about finding your purpose and your passion and turn it into a business, how to overcome imposter syndrome, and also how to find our passion if we're not too sure what that is. What is the top advice that you would give to someone who might say, okay, I'm going to give it a go? What should the main consideration be for that person? Yeah, well, first of all, when you say it like that, we've covered a lot in 15 minutes. My goodness. But my top advice is you have to learn how to trust yourself. You really have to learn your body sensations. I do a body scan regularly. Learning what your body is telling you when you're considering something or when you get a message or when you hear something, the sensations that you feel in your body, your body doesn't lie to you. Your mind does. Your mind tries to rationalize things that can't be rationalized. And your body just, it knows. And that's definitely one of the most successful tools that I have used is understanding what different sensations in my body mean. So now I know, like when I feel tightness or a pain between my shoulder blades and my back, I know that I'm feeling unworthy of something. And so I can do the work around that. Like, why am I feeling like I don't deserve this? Mm -hmm. If my heart is racing, I know that there's an emotional release that needs to happen. I know I'm pushing my emotions down, good or bad, but I know I'm I'm pushing emotions down and I need to feel them. When I feel a really heavy bowling ball feeling in my stomach, I know that that's like a big fat no. That's like a warning sign. That's a like a red flag to stay away. Butterflies in my stomach is like an excitement, like, ooh, lean into this, do more of this. So that's definitely, it's so easy now to you know, if I get a message, if someone says something to me that's a harmful message and I feel that pain in my back, I'm like, oh, I'm taking their words seriously, mm-hmm. but I know it's not true. So I need to go work through this, this thought that's coming up for me now. And that, that takes time. That really does. <laughs> but the sooner you start doing those body scans and the sooner you pay attention to what your body is, how it's reacting And just the more you repeat it, you pick up on it quickly. It can happen quick if you really put the time in. Hannah, I appreciate that advice. And very good advice it is for everyone to take into consideration. 
I just want to thank you, Hannah, for your time on this podcast. Yeah, of course. I loved this. I I loved being able to get so much information out there in such a in such a quick time frame. You uh you really have your podcast set up so beautifully to make that happen. Thank you so much. If you would like further information about Hannah, then please follow the link in the show notes.